This is episode 8 of the Let's Get Serious podcast. We're going to try something different today as we work to grow the podcast and continue to produce regular and interesting content by introducing a new episode type called Hashtag NGL or Nathan Gettysburg Live where I will comment on something that's been in the news or that the people out there are talking about. And your feedback is always welcome. So, for my inaugural Hashtag NGL segment, I will be discussing Flatbush Girl. For those who don't know, there's a woman out there called Flatbush Girl, and she's been known to pop in and out of Jewish social media feeds. Now, I don't want to say any less than her in here in Elul, but I'll just say, to paraphrase Donald Trump, that Brooklyn is not sending us their best and brightest into the Jewish community. So, a few weeks ago, an interview was released featuring Flatbush Girl, on the podcast Mislabeled, where label is spelled like the Yiddish name label. Go check it out. It's a great podcast. I listened to the episode, and I think it's really important to address the message that Flatbush Girl promotes because she does have a sizable audience across the Orthodox and modern Orthodox communities. So in the podcast, the topic at one point was about whether a man should agree to finalize the divorce, the religious divorce, if his wife was blocking his relationship with his children. So here's the clip. Are you willing to say here on the podcast that you are fine with a woman holding her kids from the man and that he has to give the get right away? So then what's the difference? Absolutely not. So then what's the difference? Because if you look into the research, the concept (laughs) of child alienation is very often just a red herring that a lot of abusers use. No, it's not. That's a lie. That is a total. From their from their role in in releasing her and they distract from the abuse that they use. For example, there's there's a get there's a get situation right now. Yaeli Jakobowitz has not responded. That's his name. Yeah, that is the most. I'm sorry. Why? I'm just see, this is where I make it. Just the name. Yaeli Jakobowitz. Just the name Yaeli Jakobowitz is funny. It well, sounds why? like Pliny Almighty. Sure. Just like you know, like in Gemara, like yeah, Pliny Almighty is like well, Yaeli. Yaeli. All right, so let's get past the Yaeli Jakobowitz part, which they get way too into. But hey, it is a good name to have in these situations because nobody actually knows who she's talking about. So, right, but let's continue. A lot of men sorry, who claim sorry. that they're just <laughs> sorry, being Ellie. strong for oh, their children no, are no, not saying. actually Talk doing it for that reason. I, I think there's a lot of men that are. Okay, let's say there so are men in those are. cases, so in those cases, do they have to give a get right away? Yes. <laughs> they still have to give a get yes. right away. Why is it fear that a, that guy has to give a get right away when that when their wives are clearly manipulating the situation? It's religious abuse. But they're doing child abuse. Maybe they're doing child abuse. So maybe they're doing child abuse. I love how she says, just so maybe they're doing child abuse. Like The dismissiveness in her tone is just so unnerving. Like, do we as a society rank anything as bad as child abuse? I mean, where does Flatbush Girl rank child abuse on the list of possible abuses? And granted, there are subcategories and types of child abuse, but as a whole. like Depriving children of access to their parent and bad-mouthing the other parent to them is severe psychological abuse. But One religious gets... abuse it's worse is a than perversion of Torah. Oh, so, oh, so we're it's back. a perversion oh, of so, Allah. And, and holding one's kids is not a perversion of Allah? They, they're two and, separate and issues. And blush and horror, a perversion they're two of separate Allah. issues. And, but that's also a perversion of Torah. Holding one's kids and and and, and uh, demeaning and, and using your yeah, corruption it... and power to screw another side, regardless to, to who it is uh, or what the situation okay. is, is also a corruption you of might Torah. Be, you might be correct. But at the same time, I'm an advocate. You can you can advocate oh. for those things. You can advocate. But you're an advocate for what? I'm an advocate for a get not being used to create religious abuse. So this is typical of people like Flatbush Girl, 
where instead of saying that she's against the get being used for uh, to prevent child abuse, she says that she's against the get being used for religious abuse, which is not the question. It's completely irrelevant. I mean, obviously, nobody is in favor of religious abuse. There's nobody out there who I know of who is pro-religious abuse. This is just uh, a, a language trick and a just a standard tactic used by people like Flatbush Girl to just promote their own ideology and escape the question being asked. And it's really simple. If you have a way to prevent child abuse, and it's not going to be religious abuse, it's going to be perfectly in line with all common sense and halacha and, and morals, then should you use it? But she will avoid that question and just say, no, I'm against religious abuse. Well, no kidding. Why are you not an advocate for a get not being used, for children not being used? for your power. Because based on the research I did, the concept of parent alienation is fake. What? Based on the research she did, it's fake? So she doesn't believe a universally known, age-old, widely observed phenomenon in which a bitter, scorned woman, or vice versa, evil fathers can do it too, turns their children against the other spouse? That it exists? She doesn't believe that in a divorce... Parents sometimes use the decrepit, ineffective court system to keep children away from a good, loving, capable parent. She believes that's just fake? As in she doesn't believe it happens? Nobody ever does horrible things during or following a divorce? Uh, unbelievable. Do you believe it happens sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. Yes? Okay, so in those cases, okay. do you agree? That the get should be withheld. No. Why not? Because that's religious abuse. And I'll Why never is holding support. the kids? Again, you're, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna run you in circles abuse. right now. I'm gonna run it's you in circles. It's a different kind of abuse that I'm not as passionate about. <laughs> you get to I'm choose what you're as... passionate about? Yes, yeah. people get to choose yeah. what they're passionate about. Yeah, people do get to choose what they're passionate about. So that was a silly point, but let's continue. So you get to, you're okay with holding the kids back from the oven. That, that's just not like, okay with whatever, it. It that just particular abuse. It's just so despicable. So she can sleep peacefully knowing that a bunch of children are going through deeply damaging and painful psychological abuse that could take years to recover from, if ever, but she tosses and turns at night thinking about their mother not being able to religiously remarry. This is what keeps her up at night, the religious remarriage of the woman, but not of the kids being permanently psychologically damaged, or even the pain of the father. That, oh, so, so again, keep me up oh fine, so, so me holding the get back doesn't keep me up at night, but my children do, sorry, so I'll decide, that's, that's such, that's such, okay. backwards thinking. So, you're choosing what, what what is considered abuse to you, and okay with letting the other side go, because you're not a guy, and you're not scared you're gonna lose your kids, or you're not scared that, your in-laws, who, who have a lot of money, are going to go and railroad you. What or you're not scared that they know the judge, very... or that their family's going to go shit on your family. What you're saying is reflective of a very slim minority. So I ask you, that so minority... I adopt the policy that helps protect no the most amount Respect. of people. And I'm asking you on this podcast, person to person, the same way I apologize to you as a one person. I'm asking you regarding that one person that that case exists. The one person. Okay, that I'm, one person. Yeah, the one person, or maybe it's two. Well, you're advocating for, can I just say one random? I'm asking, no, no, no I'm asking, finish. those, that one or two people, do you agree that they have the right, in that case, to be patient and hold till they get a fear judgment? No. Why not? Because that is religious abuse. I keep and saying the same exact And what about child abuse? Thing. What about child abuse? Says it's something she it it doesn't about. have to. I don't. Oh, so you don't have care so to, much. No, okay, so you just don't no, care. No, I don't care as much. You're oh, right. okay, I don't great. care as much. It's not uh, my. It's, it's not my. It's not my field of passion. It's oh, great. Not something I, I, I care I understand. tremendously it, about. It, it would be your field of passion if, I, if, if your kids were about taken. If your kids were about to be taken away, yes. I swear to God, it would be your field of passion. So it's not just what she says here, but it's also how she says it. She demonstrates just complete indifference for what these children are going through. And label the host, I think, does a good job here, making sure she realizes that she can only be so cavalier about these hypothetical children suffering because they're not her children. So I, I was thinking of a good example here. Um, 
that I think illustrates it. And uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you probably don't need this, but I think it's just still interesting to think about. Uh, I was just imagining that suppose an advocate for some endangered bird species was on TV talking about how in order to save the bird population, a children's orphanage would have to be knocked down and it would harm the children living there. And imagine that the activist said like on TV that, well, I don't care as much about the children. Just imagine the kind of outrage that there would be about somebody who says something like that. Yes, the birds are important. The endangered bird species is important. It, it really is. I, I personally do really care about wildlife and endangered species. So I, I do think it's important. But you can't say, well, I don't care as much about the children. Even if you're being honest, and you actually do, you just, you can't say that. And I do appreciate Flatbush Girl's honesty. So Flatbush Girl, thank you for being honest about how you really feel. And I think it is important because it is illustrative about how a lot of people feel about the the plight of children and fathers in these from divorce cases and i think it's sad that in the from community and as well as in the general public this is this is actually a widespread problem that there's just a complete willingness to ignore abuse when it involves not following the will of the mother like if it's as though if the woman does it if the if the if the wife does it or if she wants something then that is the correct thing and this is goes to deeper issues, which maybe I'll discuss at a later, in a later podcast. But the premise is all wrong. The premise is that the woman can't be wrong, and that the woman is not capable of abusing her children. Like we know that women are very capable of abusing their children. Women are very capable of doing horrible things. And this is not a men's versus women's thing. This is just a, that that's not at all. There are bad men and bad women. So this is not a, a at all a gender comparison. This is just simply the fact that we need to acknowledge that women can do bad things. And there are women who use their children in a divorce in order to get at their husbands, in order to continue abusing him and weaponizing the children, using them for money, for financial reasons, or just as vengeance, or just a way to cause pain to the father. But virtually every psychologist, every single child psychologist acknowledges that these behaviors, when they're not warranted, meaning obviously in cases where the father is dangerous, he is a bad parent, he is hurting the children. Obviously, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the average typical case where the children are used in a divorce. So I just think that's important. And I just think it's important to be aware of Flatbush Girl and the views that she represents, which which she's not alone. It does represent a certain amount of uh, people. A lot of her followers share her views on this. Not all of them, but probably a lot of them. And, you know, as an editorial note, and I will hopefully get to this in another episode as well, I think it's important to point out that cases of get refusal, like where a man just arbitrarily refuses to participate in the get process, even after everything is settled and halakhically he's obligated to, these are extremely rare. Like Flatbush Girl tries to market this as if it's like happening rampantly and it's like there's tons of cases out there. But I've talked to a rabbi with extensive knowledge about this and he's told me that there's less than one per year in the US. So just pretty much everything Flatbush Girl spews in that segment is just completely wrong. And hopefully I'll get to it in a future episode. But I'll end this one for today. So thanks very much for listening to this first NGL, hashtag NGL, Nathan Gettysburg Live episode. And hopefully I'll do many more of these. And uh, I'd love your feedback. So again, this is the Let's Get Serious podcast. And see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic day or evening.